The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. And not that I have to tell you this, because if you're listening to this, you're obviously a knowledgeable baseball fan. But tonight couldn't have gone much worse for the Royals as they got dominated by the worst team in baseball and potentially have a serious injury on their hands to their best young prospect and starting pitcher. What's up? It's your dish for game one against Houston here on Clubhouse Conversation. A 9-2 shellacking at the hands of the worst team in baseball, the Houston Astros. And we'll talk more about the loss here in a minute, although there's not much to say about the loss, really. But this game can be summed up as one word. Scary. Yeah, the way the team played, as we'll talk about here in a second. But more than that, just (sighs) the long-term ramifications that this game could have for Yodana Ventura. Because, you know, as of 1.17 a.m. when I'm recording this, the Royals are calling this lateral elbow discomfort from talking to a couple of people inside the organization. They do not think it's going to be Tommy John. They do not fear for the worst. But how could you not be highly concerned and highly skeptical when the Royals say that based on their recent history with elbow issues? And not just the Royals. Let's be fair. It's all over the MLB. A lot of Royals fans like to, you know, cry the blues and sing the blues and say that, oh, it's the Royals and their medical staff. Not true. It happens all over the league. They're dropping like flies. And really, throughout the last couple of years, the Royals medical staff has been probably the best in the MLB. So nothing to do with that, but it's just horrible luck. And it just seems like anybody that throws that hard whenever something goes wrong with the elbow, I mean, you know, maybe it's a different side right now, but you just wonder if Ventura even changes his arm angle by a hair, if that puts more stress on a certain part, or if he has to, you know, tweak things a little bit to make up for maybe a loss of velocity. I mean, of course, tonight he was down to 91 and 92. There, when they pulled him out with two outs in the third inning, he lasted just two and two-thirds, giving up five runs on seven hits, three walks, three strikeouts. It was scary when Ned Yost went out there. It wasn't you know, a very long conversation. Within 45 seconds, Ventura was out of the game, and Royals fans were left assuming the worst. Now, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait for the MRI tomorrow. At best, Yordano Ventura is going to be in the 15-day DL at best. There's no possible way he's making his next start in five days, nor should he. You've got to be delicate with him, as he is one of your cornerstones for the future here and even the present for the Royals' rotation and the overall well-being of the team. So that creates another problem, as Bruce Chen is not quite ready yet. I'm assuming Bruce Chen is probably two to three weeks out. So your choices are basically Aaron Brooks, who's on the 40, or Sugar Ray Merriman, who's not in the 40, but they could add who's doing pretty well down there in Omaha. Not striking out enough guys to make me believe it's sustainable at the major league level, but he's throwing a good season so far down in Omaha. So one of those two, and that's just not good when you're relying on Aaron Brooks or Sugar Ray Merriman to come up and start two to three to four games. Not good. Nor is it good to rely on Bruce Chen at that point either with his back issues and father time going against him. It's just not a good situation overall for the Royals. It's just not what you wanted to have. I don't know. I guess we'll just wait and see what the Royals say, but I just I have a hard time believing this is going to end well for the Royals. How often do you hear of elbow problems and elbow soreness and just it goes away the next day? You know, I don't think this is going to be a you know, a sore tennis elbow lifting injury that I get at the gym here at the 24-hour fitness. I don't think it's one of those things and 
I don't know. You look at even like Luke Hochaver, you know, talking to Hoach, he, he basically said three years ago they told him, you know, minor damage to your elbow right now. Give it some rest. It'll heal. But, you know, eventually it'll probably go. You'll probably eventually need to get it fixed. I mean, I, I just hope it's not something like that with Ventura. If it is, you go ahead and get the surgery done. You can't afford to wait a year or two and have it happen again. I hope it doesn't get to that point. We'll just wait and see. Let's not speculate here. It could be something basic. I'm sure it happens from time to time. You just kind of, with the way things are going in baseball, the way things are trending, you kind of assume the worst. But we'll keep your Dono, you know, in our thoughts. You know, keep our fingers crossed as Royals fans and hope for the best with him. He's a great kid and obviously a cornerstone of this organization. So that's the scary part of tonight. Number one scary part. Number two scary part is just the way the Royals played. I said coming into this series, it's a must sweep. The Royals have now lost six of their last ten. They haven't homered. In their last seven games, they're getting tons of singles. I mean, at one point, they had four hits in an inning tonight and scored one run thanks to a double play mix in the middle. Four hits in an inning, and you score one run. Another inning, they had guys at third with one out, couldn't score them. It's the same crap we've talked about all year. No home runs, no power. I don't want to talk about it anymore. There's no point in talking about it. It's the guys on the field. I don't want to hear anything about Grafal. I don't want to hear anything about Yost. And, you know, it's the guys in the field, man. That's the number one thing. It's number one, number two, and number three. The number four thing would be the front office, you know, for getting these guys. I mean, I, I, I refuse to blame Nettie Yost or Pedro Grafal for what's going on with the, with the uh, offense right now. It's just, it's just hard to talk about this whole game. Michael Marriott and Lewis Coleman did wear this one. Three and a third and three innings pitch, respectively. They finished the last six and a third. Four runs, nine hits, three strikeouts, two walks. So-so. The game was over, but, you know, once the game hit, Four nothing, it was over. Five nothing, it was locked. So, a couple of things to talk about in this game. Time to move Lorenzo Kane up in that lineup. I don't know where, where do you put him? The three hole. That's where I'd put him. Aoki leading off, Infante second, Kane third, Hosmer four, Butler five, Gordon six, Perez seven, Valencia when he's back eight, Escobar nine. Flip him for now with Zuriaco and hitting the nine hole. You got to move him up. And, and I understand. I understand Ned's thinking. They like how their lineup stacks up, but it ain't working. I also understand that you don't want to overexpose him and put him in a spot where he's going to press. I mean, look at Escobar when he moved up to the two hole. He automatically went in a slump. You don't want to mess with something that's good with Kane. He goes four for four to nine. He's hitting 327. But it's time. You need to mix this lineup up. Royals had the sweep. They didn't do it. They're two under 500. Detroit lost again. I think Detroit's lost, what, five of their last six, and the Royals have gained one game on them. That ship has already sailed. I don't even know why I'm talking about that. If Ventura's out any length of time, the wild card has sailed as well. There's just no one to come up. Triple A's pretty barren of immediate help. I mean, both offense and pitching. I mean, who's down there? There's, there's some nice players down there, but nobody that's going to come up and do anything, really. Wilmington's loaded, but what good does that do us now? Those guys are two years away from the major leagues, and as we've seen, nothing from the minor leagues is a sure thing. So there's just not a lot to talk about that's positive right now. You know, there's I'm perfectly level-headed right now when I'm doing this, so it's just hard to talk about it. You know, all of us have invested so much time and hope and patience with this organization, and we've been hearing about this wave of Hosmer and Mustakis and Perez, and of course Gordon the Butler already up here, and then your Duffies and your Mike Montgomery's and your Tim Melville's and your John Lambs and 
this is supposed to be the group, you know, Baseball America. Is the, you know, I think they had that stat that all of those teams in the top farm system made the playoffs within four years. I believe this would be the year the Royals are supposed to make it. That cutoff from when that happened. Maybe it was three years. I don't remember the exact style. I'll look that up. But whatever it was, it's not looking like it's going to happen. The Royals will be the first team, of course, to do that. They're pacing to have a historically bad offense, at least power-wise, run production-wise. I don't know, guys. I, I, I just don't know what to say about this one. It, it's not looking good. We got a tough stretch coming up, and Ventura, iffy for a while, at the very least, for a couple weeks. You've really only got three to four guys you can totally trust in the bullpen. They can't pitch every day, and if you're losing innings from Ventura and having to go with guys from the minor leagues who aren't ready or guys like Chen who aren't going to give you more than five or six, I mean, your bullpen's going to get worn down. The offense isn't, produ- isn't producing anything for power. It's just it's tough to, it's tough to think that this thing's just going to magically turn around. Hopefully it will. Tomorrow night's Colin McHugh against Jeremy Guthrie. Another coin flip game. Wednesday's Jared Cosart against uh, Danny Duffy. I like the Royals in that one. So we will see what happens. Houston is now 8-6, and six, their last 14. They, of course, rubbed some salt in the Royals' wounds by George Springer going yard again tonight, his eighth, and... It seems like every team the Royals face, nine out of ten days hit a home run against them while we go weeks without home runs. Now it's been eight days, if you go by the calendar. Seven games since our last home run. Nothing more to talk about, guys. Let's just hope for the best with Jordano. We'll have uh, more coverage tomorrow night here for you on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a good night.